0: Good Risings, I'm Liz Earnshaw and this is Hash It Out. This week we have been talking about the impact of outside stressors, so the things that are not the result of our relationship, traffic, work, health, all of those things, but still impact our relationships. And we've talked about how when we bring our stress to other people, it's likely that they're going to feel that in their own bodies. And they're either going to dysregulate or co-regulate with us. And I gave you a challenge to think about what happens to you when people bring their stress to you and what can you do to maintain a calm body when you're listening to someone else's stress. We also talked about how it's the responsibility of all of us in relationships to recognize how our stress might impact others and to make sure that we still know how to share our stress and seek support while also recognizing that we might need to learn how to regulate, soothe, and reduce impact. Today, I want to share with you a listener question that is super common when it comes to this topic. And the question is, dear Liz, I understand that it's really important for me to be there for my partner when they are stressed. However, my partner complains about the same thing again and again and again, and it makes our house really difficult to be in when they're always feeling stressed, irritable, and angry. I am at the end of my with them, and it is really hard for me to continue to be supportive and understanding. What can I do? First of all, we've all been there, and I totally get it. I myself have had friends, family members who have been at a period of time in their life where it seems like the only thing they talk about is stress and it can be really really hard to maintain that co-regulation actually probably almost impossible right cuz we can't do that chronically if somebody's just talking about their stress 24 hours a day who it's going to take a lot of deep breathing to stay with them in that and if the relationship's really important to us and we want to continue it we have to figure out what do we do so that we can protect ourselves from chronic stress while also still being a calming to the other person. And that's where this like relational awareness and these relational capacities that we talk about all the time on this podcast come into play. How can you have differentiation enough to see their stress and to not absorb it all and connection enough to be able to still be supportive, loving, validating, all of those types of things. And the thing that comes to mind is boundaries, right? What can we say to a partner who is chronically stressed while still turning towards them? You might remember this week we talked about the thing that we don't want to do is turn against or turn away. What we do want to do is turn towards. But we can do that by still protecting ourselves. What that might sound like in this example is saying something like, whew, there's that co-regulation, right? We're still regulating our bodies. Whew, honey, I know that work is so stressful. I'm on your side with this. And honestly, I'm open to talking about it. We can talk about it every day. And, so not but, and, and... I want to share with you what's been happening for me. And here comes that I've noticed I'm feeling I need that we talk about a lot on this podcast. I've noticed that if we don't find a way to just talk about stress during a particular time, or I've noticed if we talk about it in the morning, or I've noticed if we talk about it at night, I start to feel really stressed and overwhelmed. And what I need is for us to think of a way to talk about it, where we're able to really explore what's happening for you, where I can really support you. And also, I can look forward to protected time for us to talk about other things, for us to experience joy, for us to look at what's really good. So I've noticed, I feel I need Again, the formula, if you need to set the boundary, but you still wanna turn towards the person is being able to empathize. I know, honey, I know work is really hard. I wanna be here for you. And then set that limit with I've noticed, I feel I need. If you set that limit, what you can then do during that protected time for stress is you can say, and this is what I tell my couples, Let's spend, seriously, let's spend 20 minutes every night. Let's sit down after dinner. And I really want to hear what's going on for you. And I want to give you the floor and I want to talk about it. And we'll do what John Gottman calls the stress reducing conversation. And in that conversation, I'm going to listen to you. I'm gonna grab my cup of tea. I'm gonna really be here for you. I'm gonna be curious. I wanna hear what you're thinking, what's making this hard. If you want solutions, I can give them to you or I can just listen to you vent, but I'll be there for you. And then afterwards, after this protected time for stress, let's have some protected time for something else. And I want you to come up with that with that other person. So if this is your partner, you might say, after we talk about stress, Do you think we could go for a walk with the dog? Or can we make sure that we watch our episodes of The Office together? So I'm gonna give you some of that stress time and I want you to give me some of that time for us to be playful. I hope this week was helpful when it comes to thinking about stress. Just as a quick recap, Regulating yourself in the face of stress is important for your relationship. If you are the person who's stressed, you need to recognize what happens to you when you get stressed, and you need to work on regulating it. If you are in a relationship with someone that is stressed, it is your job to learn how you react to that and for you to learn how do you soothe yourself in response so you can co-regulate. It's okay to have boundaries. It's not okay to turn against or away. So figuring out how do you turn towards while still having a limit and still protecting your joy and your play is not only okay, but it's pivotal for a relationship that is experiencing chronic stress. I'm Liz Shaw, and I'm the author of I Want This to Work. Thank you so much for listening to Good Risings. We love hearing from you, so please leave a review. Until next time, love on your loved ones. And when that gets hard, tune in to me to learn how to hash it out. We have some exciting news. You can now search more than 700 Good Risings episodes on the new fathom.fm app, the podcast player from the future. Go to fathom.fm slash Good ask questions and hear answers directly from the Good Risings podcast.